Welcome to the Ethically Loved Podcast, where we empower women to live an honest life through self-love and ethical fashion. We are your hosts, Sarah Galbraith and Ivy Nelson. Sarah, I am so excited for this topic. I feel like I say that every episode, and obviously I am because we make the episodes. Well, duh, we're but, always excited. That's why uh, we're here. This is, I think, really this particular topic is so encapsulating why we started Ethically Loved in the first place. So that's part of why I'm really jazzed about it. We are talking today about love yourself, love your closet, and how your closet and your self-love are tied together. And I have been noticing this so much in the last few weeks. So it's really coming up in my life hard right now. And so I'm just jazzed to dive right in. It's a huge topic for us. And I totally agree. Um, I, as a like, not even a closet, I was totally open about it, like addicted shopper over here, like formerly addicted shopper. Um <laughs> I I just I know it. I know it because you know there's so much in my closet and then you're like, "Ugh. I feel gross." And self-love and what's in your closet, I mean, we keep saying, we know clothes are material, but it is real that you have to put it on your body. And it is mm-hmm. real that you have feelings attached to that. And so let's actually talk about this because, you know, material things don't matter. I hear it all the time. And while we understand that, it totally ties together. Your fashion and self-love ties together. And you have, you know, such a powerful mind that you can actually change the way you feel about your closet and the way you feel about yourself through this. I mean, like, let's just dig in here. How many times have you said, I have nothing to wear? Well, lately I haven't, but in the past, I feel like it was every single day. I would look at a closet full of clothes and I would say that I have nothing to wear. Nothing felt good or maybe it depended on how I felt about myself that day, whether or not, you know, the dress that fit me yesterday, all of a sudden... I couldn't wear the next day because I felt differently about myself or my body or um, whether or not I was bloated or had my period or got enough rest or whatever. All of that somehow was impacting what I felt about my clothing choices. I think I'm going to pull something from that first, and that is like the, I feel bloated, it doesn't fit. Okay, that's going to just directly go into, we're going to talk about sizing. And we're going to talk about how sizing sucks. <laughs> I know, so bad. Because I tell my husband this. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love when you need jeans and I love when you need shirts and I love when you, like I need, a, you know, when I get to shop for you for Christmas for these things that you actually need because your sizing is so much easier than female sizing. It's just waist and length. Not that hard. And it's actually accurate. Like, (laughs) at least it has the last time I measured him. I'm like, wow, your size of your body actually goes to your pants. Wouldn't that be nice if the fashion industry did that for women? But there's 
so many sizing issues that I want you to take a permanent marker right now and I want you to X out the size of all your clothes because it's going to be okay because there's really no point to sizing. Amen. And I really love that in – At least in my experience in the ethical fashion world, a lot of what they're doing now in a lot of companies is creating either a one-size-fits-all or a one-size, two-size, three-size that is just this range of body types and sizes, and you get to really experiment with that, and you're not confined, and a lot of companies right now are creating these beautiful pieces that fit on multiple bodies and multiple body types and look really beautiful, which I think helps to eliminate some of that sizing constraint that we feel or the confusion. I mean, I can't buy a a pair of regular pants like jeans online because I am anywhere between a six to eight to like a size 14, depending on the company I get them from and if they're high-waisted or low-waisted or whatever. So Did you hear that, ladies? That's four different sizes, Ivy just listed. Four different sizes. And I think that's one of the biggest things about not – like just not embracing ourselves and not loving ourselves and not loving our closet is because, you know – I've discussed this before and I will continue to bring it up that after um, I had our second kid, um, I just felt like my old pants couldn't fit anymore. And this was a year later. I always wait a year till after I have kids to see what fits me because of things shifting and hips and nursing and the things weren't fitting. And I got really depressed about it. Like I was so sad because like I felt not good enough and it didn't fit. But you know, I spent a couple weeks on that going like, wait a minute, I'm a whole nother person. Like I'm a whole nother person. Yes. I don't have to be a size. I'm not a size, but I want to feel good in what I'm wearing. So I went shopping um, and this was before I fell into the ethical bandwagon. So regardless, and I just bought stuff that I was intentional and that I felt great in and the size didn't matter anymore. I just really have learned that it's hard because sometimes where people are like, well, I'm a medium and I'm not a small anymore, but it doesn't matter because you're the only one who's looking at that size and you need to be able to embrace that piece of clothing and put it on and feel like the hot person that you are because nobody else cares about the size. And if somebody cares about the size you wear, well, we're not their friend. Yeah, right. Nope, not me. You mean you're not like coming over and pulling the tag out of the back of my shirt and checking? Right? No way. And I just, I really think that, um, I just hate sizing. I really do. I love that you can find, you know, two to three sizes. Um, one of my favorite, one of my favorite places is called Matter Prints. Their pants are two sizes, Mm -hmm. size one and size two. And I love them. And they're like rat pants. And I can put heels with them and I can put sandals with them. And I love them because I know that they don't fit me right now, but that's okay. I do have this very large basketball belly right now for a baby. Um, They don't fit me right now, but I know that they'll fit me right after I have a baby. And then they'll fit me a year later because that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. 
So I'm just, I'm in love with that. I'm in love with the, what we can find yeah. and why you don't, who cares about sizes? Just who cares? Um, a really big point I want to make about the fashion industry is that they want to, this is not the non-ethical fashion industry. They really want you to buy their clothes. They really want your money. I mean, it's a business. I get it. So then they're going to put, you know, stuff for $5, $10. Well, then you're going to look in your closet. You're not going to feel good about yourself. And then you're just going to go on this wild shopping spree, right? And you're going to buy all this really cheap stuff because you can. Um, and you're going to bring it home and you're still not going to feel good about yourself. And that's the thing. Like the answer really isn't going on, on that shopping spree. Mm-hmm. Now, I will tell you, I don't know about Ivy, but... I'm an emotional shopper. So <laughs> some people like emotionally will eat chocolate. I love chocolate, mm. but I'm an emotional shopper. So I get this. I really understand because like if something happens in my life and I'm upset, I'm like shopping. <laughs> and that that was my answer. So if you really think about why you're doing this, like why why am I shopping right now? Um and instead, you're saving your money for instead of a $5 t-shirt, you've saved up for the $35 ethical shirt. I'm telling you, when I switched over to ethically made items all around, my jewelry, my shoes, I have had so much more self-love for myself. Yes. Same. Definitely. Because you feel so good about the pieces that you have. And I think this ties into, we've said it in the past, being intentional about what you are purchasing and really making sure that it's something that you want. And so I go in my closet. I know, Sarah, your closet is a lot bigger than mine or a lot fuller anyway, (laughs) but Uh, we don't judge either way right we've talked about that in the past but um now it's funny how I could go into my closet years ago and have 50 million things and nothing to wear and now I have 10 things and I always have something to wear because I was so intentional about finding pieces that I loved finding pieces that I loved on my body no matter what kind of day or morning I was having, pieces that will transition me from working in an office to playing with my kids to going out on a date. And um, and now I always have something that 100%. I want to wear. Um, I don't, I really don't ever ask myself like, oh, I have nothing to wear today. I, I'm not there anymore because I love my um, pieces so much because I was so intentional. Some of them I had to save up for so long for. Some of them I didn't. Um, Ethical fashion has such a wide range of prices that, you know, it's not always expensive. It's not always, you know, inexpensive. It just depends. But because I really was intentional about that, I love it. And sometimes it's a scarf. Sometimes it's like the prettiest, most colorful colorful Mm -hmm. scarf that I'm going to use as a headband. And I feel like a freaking rock star. And when you embody that, 
when you start to really like zone in on yourself and your heart and, you know, who ask yourself, who made my clothes? Because I know actually who made that scarf. And I feel amazing that I've just empowered this woman who's empowered me and I'm rocking the scarf. And guess what? That's going to give you that confidence. People are going to compliment you. And that's not why you're wearing it to get compliments, but it's just that thing that's going to happen. And and it's just going to be that snowball, snowball effect. You're going to realize, wow, I was really intentional about this instead of, you know, doing the addictive shopping and just buying bags and bags of stuff with tags on it. And you won't care about that size. Like that's, I really will say, keep saying that I just hate how the fashion industry sizes things. And I'm so happy to see that change in the ethical fashion industry that I really hope, and and we're seeing this more and more. I love that um, all sorts of companies are embracing all body types now um, because there's all body types in this world. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing that in ads and you're seeing that everywhere. And that's how it should be. There's all body types and we need to embrace it because we're all different people and it's a beautiful thing. I agree. So I think that some practical tips for this are, at least for me, to a take an inventory of my closet. I really had to realize that there was a lot of shame happening in my closet and in my drawers where... Um, there were things, I think we talked about this in our maternity episode where you want to get back to a certain size or back to a certain body. And I realized that I was hanging on to these things that just didn't feel good when I wore them, or maybe I couldn't fit into them. And I had to give myself permission first to let go of those pieces and to know that, the right pieces would come to me, you know. Um, And then also to start giving myself permission to wear the things that I had. So I have a caftan. We're caftan lovers around here. You'll figure that out pretty fast. And I didn't wear it for a long time because where am I going to wear a caftan? And then I was like, uh... To go That's pick my kids sister. up from school. That's where I'm going to wear this <laughs> caftan. And just I started to wear the things that I had. And really, um, for me, the fake it till you make it actually worked in my favor, where I started to wear the things in my closet. And that started to mold my self love. And I thought that the self love piece had to come first where it's like, I have to be totally comfortable with my skin and love the size I am and my body and be having like the perfect hair day and the perfect morning. And then I can wear this skirt. And it's like, or what I discovered was just put on the skirt and figure it out. And when I wore the skirt for the day or whatever it is, I'm just using that as an example, I started to feel better about myself and more empowered and 
more beautiful through that. And then the more I did that, the more it was like I was giving myself permission to just show up in the world and to be seen. And I think that we underestimate the power our clothes and our accessories have to keep us hidden or to make us visible and how much power we give them and how we choose to use our closet for that, you know, to, wow, to hide extremely or powerful, to express girl. ourselves. And I, I actually, I, I feel like you just worded it out for me and I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad that you're my girl here because seriously, I was trying to just put my finger on it, but it is so true that like, it took me so long to adjust that I was a new size and just how hard I was on myself and just embracing mm-hmm. that it's just – it's not about that and figuring it out and just putting the item on. And also, you know, you're a whole new person. I'm not who I was in high school. So why do I want to wear the size I was in high school? I mean, it just makes no sense as females that we think like that, right? Exactly. Like – that's not me. I'm an entirely new person mm-hmm. now from even five years ago. And, you know, there's just no reason that I have to be that size or I have to fit in that item. And like I said, who knows what's going to happen after I have this baby? Like I could go back and, you know, my pants could fit or they couldn't. And it doesn't really phase me because let's be real. I have all these clothes that are going to fit because they're one size. <laughs> but really, it's just you have to empower yourself And, you know, we can tackle it in another episode, but you have to um, not be part of the status quo. Um, And this can, this is just, there's no rules, you know, if green, if neon green is your thing, girl, go for it. Like, and that's, and we hide behind that though. It's like, oh, but people are gonna, oh yeah, they're gonna talk about me. Let them talk (laughs) because they're probably going to say, you look amazing in neon green. Exactly. And, and it's really about feeling good, you know, and giving yourself permission to feel good. It's okay. I think that too, the older, at least for me, the older I get, the more I was starting to feel like it's not okay to feel sexy maybe or even beautiful sometimes and it and then it was like it's fine I can embrace my age I can embrace my body I can embrace all of it and look however I want to look and wear whatever I want to wear and really just feel good and I think that's the theme that we come back to again and again and again is how you feel yes. about yourself I mean, and how you I, feel I'm with you. when you I, go out And I've had people before be like, oh, wow, why do you look so nice? And that doesn't offend me at all. Like, go ahead. People can ask me. And I'm like, because it's me. Because it's what I do. Because I love it. I mean, people know me so well now that it's not even a question. But like, say if I knew, moved to a new area and it was like yeah. 3 p.m. picking my kids up in school and I'm wearing like a dress and bold red lipstick. Um that's because I feel amazing. That's all that is. Has nothing to do with like anything, but that's just, I feel great. And so I'm going to rock it. And it could mean that I feel great in sweatpants and tennis shoes that day. 
But often, you know, I don't get that question anymore because people are like, yep, that's Sarah. That's just what she does. And she feels amazing. But they see that I'm like, I love myself. <laughs> I love what I'm wearing. If I want to wear a caftan, I'm going to wear that caftan because I can and I feel great. Exactly. So, Sarah, so my self-love tip for the day is to go do something by yourself, um, to really tap into who you are um, and the things that you need to do for yourself. I feel like um, we get scared um, going to the movie by yourself or going to a restaurant by yourself. And you know what? It's not weird. <laughs> you can totally do that. In fact, I'd love to do that right now. <laughs> so whatever that takes for you to go Whatever yeah. it takes for you to go do oh that by God. yourself, it just go like do heaven. it because you can sit at a restaurant by yourself, pick out your food, but you can also tap into your heart. You can look at the colors around you. You can enjoy the taste of that food. Whatever it is, that's just treating yourself and loving yourself and tapping in to the core of who you are. Okay, Ivy, your turn. Amen. My turn. So what I want you to do, lovely listeners, is to if you're old school, you can get some magazines. If you're oh, yeah. Pinterest techie, is hot right now. you can hop on. Do people still Pinterest? I still Pinterest. <laughs> you can hop on Pinterest, whatever you want to do, and create Ooh. a fashion board essentially, like a vision board, but with fashion. And just don't prejudge anything. Don't think to yourself whether or not you can wear it or you can pull it off or it's the right color or whatever. Just find things that call to you and speak to you that you love. And then put that all in one place and set it aside for like a day or two and come back to it and see what it looks like and just start to imagine yourself as the person who would wear those items and start to really, again, give yourself that permission and just see what it feels like to create that vision for yourself and to really let yourself embrace whatever your style is. Because I think that, at least for me, is at this stage of life with motherhood and aging and things like that, I really had no idea what my style was. And not that we have a specific style, you know, you're not always, in fact, rarely going to be a boho girl or a golf course girl or whatever. But just start to see what that looks like for you and what you're drawn to and what Pinterest might maybe make like you that. feel beautiful. I think that's great. I love, I love, love that, Ivy. Love that. <laughs> Thank you so much, listeners. We're so glad to have you. And we hope that you walked away with some fabulous self-love and closet tips. We'll see you on the next episode. Oh, 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 o